Hello and welcome back to another episode of our podcast about a video game you may or may not have already played. I'm Juice Fox. And I'm Jackson. And it's dangerous to go alone, so come with us as we review this week's video game. It's Like, professional yeah it's just like we do this absolutely all the time or something yeah it's, it's not it's like we meet once a week and do this <laughs> it's like we've done this 33 times now is it 33 episodes uh i think last week was 33 i think we're on 34 actually Ooh, 34 this lucky number 34th episode oh my god you're exhausted and and that's reasonable happy pride but how how's your last week been my last week was fun i went to i was in toronto and then i was in edmonton and then i was back uh here in my my little town Mm -hmm. but it was just like it was maybe cumulatively over the the three days was maybe about three hours of sleep so yeah well it's just like friday my gig ended around like midnight i didn't get to my hotel till 12 30 which means i wasn't asleep until like 1 30 and then my flight left at 7 40 so i had to be there Ooh. at five which means i get up at four so it's just like not a lot of sleep and then for leaving edmonton it was the same sort of thing everybody wanted to go out and you got to show face you've got to you know can't be that person who's like no so i went out dancing with everybody didn't get back didn't get to sleep until 2 30 and then My jet lag hit, so I woke up at 7 the next day and had to be on a flight home for two. So, yeah, it's just just a lot. And I wish that I could be the person who's just like, you know, I'm just going to sleep. But Mm -hmm. nope. So pretty nonstop. And then it continues into next week. Yeah. Tomorrow I have a corporate gig. And then Thursday I'm doing this, like, boat cruise. But it's, like, on a pirate ship whoa i know i've done it before it's really it's really fun so i'm gonna go get a bunch of content there um and then and then from the pirate ship i go to alberta oh again uh yeah but i'm going to lethbridge alberta not edmonton and and i get in a day early so like friday's kind of a chill day for me so i'm probably just gonna rest and then, but Saturday is crazy because Saturday I have a gig in the evening. Mm-hmm. As soon as I finish my gig, I drive to get the red eye to fly to Seattle. Yikes. And then when I get to Seattle, my show is like like a midday show. So I like almost have to immediately get into face. And yeah. then just. How just... many, how many shows will you have done in the month of June by the end of Pride here? Uh, let me know. Okay. Let, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. It'll be quick. I have. I have an. I'm an Apple user. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven shows in thirty days. Yeah. So it's actually not that much. But oh, that doesn't feel f- like a lot to you. Well, when I used to work in the bars, I would work like twenty five in thirty days. In 30 days. Would you do one stage and then like go across the street and do another stage like in the same night? Sometimes uh, three. Whoa. Yeah. You would like start at one then you would do like a a brunch and then you would do an early show and then you would do the like late 11 till 2 a.m. show. Like I did a lot of that. I did a lot of things where it was just like there was just a different show every night, different parties. I was wondering about this because... um, you know, the level of success you have in your career. 
Thank you. Yeah, no, of course. And I've seen you perform incredibly talented. And if Thank anyone you. has not been able to see it live, uh, fly, find your way to it. It's just incredible. Appreciate but it. when you got the call for Canada's drag race, mm-hmm. where were you at in your career kind of at that point? Were you still doing the many, many shows? Were you still doing yeah. quantity and then post being on Canada's Drag Race, it transitioned? I feel like I was, like, almost peaking for, like, local status. Sure. You know, like, I didn't have any regular show. I had, like, one regular show, but I didn't have any, like, big, big regular shows. But I was, like, always kind of involved in a mm-hmm. bunch of the big stuff, you know? Yeah. I didn't do the huge stuff. I was, I, I kind of felt like I wasn't, I wasn't someone's first thought, but I was definitely, like, on the fringe. Sure. So you yeah. would you would be uh, you would be like main cast, but not headline kind of thing. Uh, I felt very supporting character. Okay, I yeah. saw a tweet today from someone who's like, I kind of just hope my life is a B plot in a movie where everyone else is like freaking the fuck out and losing their mind and everything and i'm just here and i'm like i found ten dollars on the sidewalk today (laughs) like i kind of get that vibe i'm into that yeah yeah yeah. it's like it's like everyone else is kind of having a really bad time but you just kind of are you're the comedic relief to the film Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah. that's oh that's a great plot to be i'm into that you know i'm into that what about you how are I'm, you how's your pride going are you I'm dancing okay. on any boxes haven't danced on any boxes i did some push-ups mm-hmm. in front of a crowd today so that was, that uh, was a crowd of uh, five people we did a official uh, marvel contest of champions live stream again oh. and they're continuing to grow it's actually pretty uh encouraging to see so we averaged out about two thousand viewers uh whoa for that's a streams. lot i know I know. When we started in January, we were stoked about 500 to 600 people on average. We were like, yes, hell yeah, we're doing it. And then we had a big one in April that was like 10,000. It was insane. And then we scaled back and I was like, okay, if we can take our 800 by that point and bring it up to 1,000, I'll be really excited. And then we, the very next stream came down from 10,000, which was an outlier. We'll never do it. We won't do it again for a long time. Um, But came down from that to about 1,200. And then we did 1,600 with the last stream. And then we did 2,000 with this stream. And So uh, you did push-ups in front of 2,005 people. No, 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 no. I did it before we went live. It's part of my my prep. I hop around a little bit. So your shoulders look big. Yes, the answer is yes. That's exactly what happens. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's <laughs> we all we all do that. Um, if you don't, you're a liar. Uh, I used to do that with with Disney on Ice. You you didn't have your own PR shirt. You had to go like sign one out, and so therefore it wasn't one that always like fit. You could you could have variants. So then, by the later half of my career, I was like, I am now a medium, and I do push ups before interviews, and this is my life. So that's fine. It's carried I forward. Do push- if I am being a boy and mm-hmm. I am like, if I'm not in drag and I'm going out to an event, I will try to do at least 50 to 70 pushups before leaving. Just so I have that little, little bit of swell before just I go. Just a little extra, you know? Yeah. It, it'll go down the moment I get in the cab. Sure. The, the sheer second. Yeah. In my mind, I'm yeah. huge. Yeah. <laughs> Big. 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 Big boy. I love that. Thank you. No, yeah, nice. it's been it's been coming along really well, and I'm thinking we ha- we have like a big live event in Vancouver planned 
for October and we've been talking mm-hmm. a little bit about it. Basically, we're taking like the top competitive players in the game, flying them to Vancouver. We're going to do a live live competition on stage and I'm going to be like one of the hosts, not like the play by play because I don't know the game nearly well enough despite having played it very consistently for a year. There's just so much depth to it that we're going to have someone else do it. But I'm going to be like the the MC and and kind of pull everyone through the narrative of this of this performance. So I think that'll be our next one that'll maybe contend with like our 10,000 because it's like the that. best of the best of the best. But I am slowly trying to be like, hmm, when and how do I start pulling people over to my own content? Like someone uh, tweeted today and tagged me in it. And they were like, mm-hmm. this this stream by the way, was not informative. This was mostly us just fucking around. This was mostly me just being like, we're here to celebrate. And I made a slideshow and I made a second slideshow and they were all fuck arounds. Like it it was, (laughs) there was some, there was a first look at a new character. But aside from that, it was just like, I don't know. I'm just going to mess around and make jokes and and we're going to goof off. The stream started. It went from starting soon to live. And I was looking off screen. And then when it flipped to me, I went, and that kid said, he looked at me and said, mister, you saved my life. And then <laughs> so I looked at the camera and was like, oh, hey, everybody. And I was just so like, stupid. this is the level of dumb stuff that I'm going to do for the whole stream. And we did. And people really liked it. Anyhow, someone Good. tagged me in it and was Except like. that guy. Which guy? The guy who said it wasn't informative. No, 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 no. He, he, so he tagged me. Oh. And and someone uh, someone had asked. They were like, oh, does anyone have like a quick recap? So he gave like the talking points. And the last thing he responded, he tagged me in and said, what I learned is uh, Jax really loves his job. He has a lot of fun Aww. doing it. And I went, honestly, yeah. Like if you enjoy these streams, that's like my vibe. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm really excited. I still think you should have done that from the beginning. It's just brought people over from the top. Yeah, I might do it next stream. I might do it next stream. I've really enjoyed seeing um, some of the people from my community and some of the people who have already found their their way over from that specific community come in and like throw the flannel hearts into our official uh-huh. massive stream. And I'm like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> baby, um, babe, it's all about self-promotion. I know. I got to, I struggle to self-advocate in life. Like I struggle to ask for favors or even not mm-hmm. favors, just like, hey, do you want to blank? Um, so I got to work on getting better at that. So I'll, I'll, I'll find the the opportunity and maybe it'll be our next live stream in June. I think nope, you should. July. If not, I'll, I sh- I'll just jump in and just, just, do at, it. Tr- just drop the link. Perfect. That's it. Like, who's this handsome devil? He looks like at flannel jacks, twitch.tv <laughs> slash flannel jacks. So we just have kidding. lower thirds, which I make. So there's no reason I can't just be like, cool. One of the lower thirds you can put up for me is jacks twitch.tv slash flannel jacks and then like i don't even have to vocalize it anyone who reads it and decides hey i want to go out of my way to find it it's there for you right done and at two thousand people that's like a fair amount of follows i'll take 10 i don't care even at two thousand, if you think one percent of that two thousand comes over mm-hmm. you know that's 20. still 20 oh wow there you go, math. Uh, thank you for that because i was really struggling i said one percent and i went fuck i'm really gonna have to do that math right now <laughs> I'm happy you did you got, it. Thank you. You got quick maps over here. Yeah. Uh, before we started recording, I went, man, mm. I thought of a topic because admittedly mm. this, this episode is going to be game light. It's going to be, it's going to be chatter well, heavy it, game light. Well, not even game light. It's just, I hate the game. So yeah. And and it's not a, a in-depth game for it us sucks. to talk about. It'll be a short, short. So game light and chatter heavy, which I'm, I'm here for. Yeah. 
and I remembered what it was. I was like, oh, mm. I, I had this topic that we could banter about, but I forgot. I remember. Mm. Hey, that? so uh, how about Dungeons and Drag Queens? Oh my God. Yeah. I was so mad. <laughs> you have no idea. So those of you who maybe haven't listened to every podcast episode, we have been talking about doing Dungeons and Drag Queens since late last year. And yes. it's literally just been an issue of scheduling. People have talked about herding cats in my community. They're like, it's tough, man. You got to bring together six people and and put everyone on the same timeline and do something like pretty technically advanced. And I was like, I'm like, I'm ready for it. But like, it's just scheduling and now it's pride and like everyone's working. So like, we can't do it in June. And we've talked about, let's get it fired up for July. Well, lo and behold, in the middle of last week, Someone went into my Discord. I've also been tagged by multiple people on Twitter. No. And they just went, they they didn't say anything. I think they knew I'd be upset. And they just (laughs) tagged me in this announcement for Dropout TV, Dimension 20, which is College Humor's um, Dungeons and Dragons group. And it's probably one of the top three in the world, if I had to guess, and how they are doing Dungeons and Drag Queens. And they've got, what, three out of their four cast members are winners? Of Drag Race? Jujubee, who is um, maybe one of the most famous queens from the series. Uh, Alaska, who won All-Stars. Bob, who won a main season. And Monet, who won an All-Stars as well. I'm gonna, like, I... So, they just tagged me in it, and they're like, oops. And I was like... I was walking down the street and and you and I talked. We, I had a rough couple of weeks leading into last week. I was walking <laughs> home from work and I read it on my phone and just, I had headphones in listening to music just in public. And I just went, fuck! <laughs> just like, screamed in the streets. And I was like, oh, damn it. So I messaged you. Yeah. Because you had seen it as well and you posted about it. Um, I saw it almost immediately, like yeah. instantaneously. I saw it and I was like, oh, Jackson's going to be so mad. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was and oh, I yeah. messaged you and I don't remember your response. It was supportive. Um, and then we had this conversation of, well, at least we know we were on to something <laughs> because. So, But here's the thing. Here's what I found out from this was that if you look at the main post in the responses of the main post, they post a follow up saying also um, Dungeons and Drag Queens is the name of a, of a very prominent um, drag troupe in Seattle that does oh, yeah, yeah, Dungeons yeah, yeah, yeah. and Dragons in drag. And they were like, they graciously let us use the name for this so if you want follow them so i was just like oh well it's a good thing we didn't use that name and then you know they 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 found out about it but um my only like problem with it and it's not a problem tell me it's just like there's so many queens within the franchise and i'm not talking about myself you know i'm not talking about this isn't me being like it should have been me that's not me that's not what i'm saying that are like actual huge fucking nerds you know and so like when i saw the the people they picked and the fact that like i think jujubee is like i've never played a day in my life it's just like <sighs> why, why not pick the pick... people who knew why don't pick the people who do why don't you yeah. pick the people who are like very active and aren't like the most famous ones you could find you know yeah. like why didn't you pick like you know jeremy who obviously doesn't do drag anymore but is like a very prominent you know, queen and very prominent on Twitch and prominent in those areas. Like, I don't know. I thought it was a little like, that's who you picked. <laughs> it feels kind of like a, it feels kind of like a, 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 a fame grab, you know, like pick the yeah. most famous ones you could find to get the views. Yeah. But, and I can't even watch it. You have to pay $5 a month to watch it. Dropout TV. Yeah. 
I'm not paying that. Well, so we're going to rebrand and we're going to do It's Dangerous to Go Alone, a, 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 a drag edition, a drag adventure or some <laughs> shit like that. I some said shit. I said where I, I I said, well, we'll just be Dungeons and Drag Queens presented by Uber Eats. And then we'll just go get ourselves <laughs> like a presenting sponsor and, and we'll we'll just yeah, do that way. Just do that. Yeah. But I think it's I think it's kind of cool that they are doing something that does yeah. involve like such actively queer people and all that stuff. 100%. But I'm not paying five bucks to watch that shit. No, but we'll we'll still do our own. We'll just reevaluate how we want to approach it. And honestly, maybe we'll watch theirs and be like, mm, we've got some learnings that we can we can adapt and do better or differently or whatever the fuck. Who knows? Yeah. I'm excited upset. for it. It's really cool. I know you're upset. I, I know. Upset. I'm sorry. I'll still watch it and like great for them. I'm so sorry. I'm glad that my idea was a good one. But if it makes you feel better, even if we did do it before them, they're so famous, we would have been completely eclipsed by it. They would have blown us out of the water. And that's the thing is, we're not possessive of this idea. Like, anyone can do this. And like, honestly, maybe more people should. We'll just do our own and, and... It's well, there is one already with Maddie Morphosis and Bombay. And I remember some, seeing that someone someone yeah. tweeted, they're like, Oh, yeah, they did it. And I was like, Yeah, but they only did it once. And like, I was just rationalizing for myself. I was like, They did it once. Until count, so oh, no, they've been doing it once a month for like a few months. Motherfuck, whatever. Sorry. Um, but that's the thing is like, <laughs> as many you're people, like, These drag queens are mine. <laughs> like, ah! <laughs> Anyhow, uh, let's like, everyone should do it. And we'll just put our own spin. And, and anyone who has any content creation is always like what is the differentiating feature and it's personalities and that's always the case it'll be people coming to see yourself myself and and whomever else we bring in because they want to see more about those people and their performances and shit and it'll be fine i wish we could all just be in the same room i think that would be the best unbelievable so i think that would be the i genuinely have had this lifelong dream of being a content creator full time, but not alone. I want to be a content creator with a group of like six to seven other people. And that's what we do. We have a space. We show up together. We clown around and make content and fuck around and play video games and have different like specific shows and different specific games that we play and different cast members with different things. And that's everything. So the concept of bringing together what six six of us into one room together is genuinely the dream yeah but so hard so so expensive but if we you know get into it and get into a great routine of things um are all of the queens that we (laughs) all of the queens that we pegged for this uh are they (laughs) all canadian the one's from Victoria. One is from St. John's, Newfoundland. Uh, Newfoundland. I'm Newfoundland. Um, I'm in Ontario. And then I think the other one's Vancouver. So, like, that's a good start. And then maybe, like, a pride rolls around where we're all in the same space. Or, like, three out of five of us are in the same space. And Yeah. Whew, that'd be fun. That would be fun. We'll figure it out. One, one of these days. Hey, let's start at the beginning. And then... It's a very good place to start. And then we'll run out there. Uh, hey, what are we talking about today? We are talking about my least favorite video game of all time. Um, not as much as Bread and Fred, but my least favorite video game, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. And you Fuck all already game. knew. You saw it in the title, you clever sons of guns. But Five Nights at Freddy's. So you played this? Did you play it on stream? 
Um, a play is a very loose term, but okay. yes, I did play it on you stream. Started it up. I started it, and I probably mm-hmm. screamed at the the computer screen like for about an hour and a half before yeah. turning it off. Okay, ninety minutes, not bad. Yeah, it's about what you got with Bread and Fred. <laughs> That's about as far as I can get with those games. Yeah, it just it made me mad, but. Do you want to do the the Wikipedia or shall I? I'll do the Wikipedia, sure. You could Wikipedia Five Nights at Freddy's is an American media franchise. It's bigger than that now. The main series consists of nine video games taking place in locations connected to a fictional family pizza restaurant franchise named Freddy Fazbear's Pizza. After its mascot, an animatronic bear, Freddy Fazbear. In most games, the player assumes the role of the nighttime employee who must utilize tools such as security cameras, lights, doors, and vents to defend themselves against hostile animatronic characters that inhabit these locations. The series lore is gradually revealed through voice recordings, minigames, and Easter eggs featured throughout the games. Thank you, Wikipedia. So this game, in terms of gameplay, to, to kind of broaden that picture for people is you sit in front of a security booth console Mm-hmm. You are not leaving. It is not visually dynamic. You are just in front of this console and you don't have any way to fight back or defend yourself. You can only protect yourself. So you mm-hmm. are tracking up to five in this original game, different animatronics around this pizza joint. And you have a door on your right and a door on your left an event at your feet. And basically you're trying to find where they're approaching from and making sure to close the doors to seal yourself in, and you're supposed to survive five nights, and that's the whole premise of the game. Mm-hmm. But you hated it. Tell me why. Um. Okay. So first of all, I didn't like the aspect of like how little control you have. Mm-hmm. I found it to be extremely difficult. Like it was so fucking hard especially that i don't know scrappy or some shit the like fox thing yeah 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 yeah. He's, the fast one sprint the running one yeah fuck that guy yeah um especially because like eventually you know how, like when the camera turns on them they're not moving yep not that guy yeah no he's boot scooting boogie in sprinting up the hallway running to you and it's just like oh i never could get the door closed on time yeah i didn't like the idea that it was just so stagnant it was mm-hmm. just one it was just you in one room closing doors i that found that it. to be boring the but also is frustrating not in any way yeah no so that that really frustrated me i found it to be really dry i didn't really like the graphics i didn't like the lore yeah just for me it was like an all-around flop and i know a lot of people aren't gonna like that because i know how popular this game is but i will never understand people like how people like it franchise now no idea so in terms of losing the game all you have to do is survive five nights i didn't i tried for like four hours this is an indie game i think it was made by one person it's very small it is jump scare central Oh, it that is, too. That oh is how God. you lose, is the the animatronics uh, kill you, but they just show up and scream in your face or ear. So it's a little bit of recognizing patterns. And like we said, all you can really do is close the door, turn on lights to track things. Mm-hmm. But you have a limited battery life. So if you run out of battery for some fucking reason, you can't close the security doors anymore and you're 
just sat there waiting to die. Yeah, yeah. And that oh, that's the other thing. The fucking battery life. It just fucking dies. Yeah. Christ. So this game has had what did what did we say? Nine entries into the series, and I think they've done a pretty good job. The first game released. And I remember all the fanfare around it. And then I think they never really did marketing for this series. They just like shadow dropped a game. And they're like, oh yeah, by the way, number two is available now. And then the fervor of the internet and the reputation that it carried, everybody would dive onto it and, and play it as much as they possibly could. But mm-hmm. to your point of not really understanding it, I think this game is an exceptional audience viewing experience i think it's fun to watch other people play Mm -hmm. and kind of not that fun to be the one playing it i think if Mm -hmm. i did not have a live stream i would have no interest in this game i would just not give a shit there's no no value to me in sitting and doing very little only to be jump scared unless it's for the entertainment of others i mean but if you think about it this is a game that that is popular because people love it. Mm-hmm. Like when I started playing this, my views jumped. Same. People were so excited that I was yep. playing this game and all I did was shit on it the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Just I just shit on it the whole time. I said, this is awful. I'm bored. I'm terrified. I hate this. Like I was cranky pants. So that's what shocks me. And now I'm really looking at this five nights at Friday's 2014 two 2014, three 2015, four 2015, Sister Location 2016, Pizzeria Simulator 2017, Help Wanted 2019, Security Breach 2021, Help Wanted 2 2023. They have come out almost every year. Yeah. Scott Cawthon, I believe, is the creator. I'm looking at the Wikipedia. And mm-hmm. yeah, he's just earned this reputation for churning out these games. And and again, none of them are particularly complex. So I think that lends itself to a quick development cycle. Mm-hmm. But has built this there's books there's comics there's mm-hmm. a movie coming out like a big movie. we're not talking like a netflix toss on we're talking like theatrical release this is a big deal so whatever they've done they've done well but backing up a moment just to your point of how when you mm-hmm. started this on stream your viewership spiked mine did spiked. as well yeah. mine did as well i think i picked up Aside from raids, aside from collaborations, I think I had my single largest growth in one stream playing this game. And I think I jumped like 17 followers in a couple of hours, which for me, and especially at the time when I was where I was in my, my streaming career, was substantial. And it did dumb things to me. It made me mm-hmm. really fucking dedicated to trying to beat this game in front of these people who liked it. I was like, I have to win this game. And it also made me say, okay, not only am I going to beat this game, we'll start playing number two right away. And I spent like three to four hours playing this fucking game, which if you beat it, if like if you know the patterns, and I, I think there's only small variances, if you just like speed ran this game, you could have it done in like 30 minutes, I think. Mm-hmm. But because I got stuck on night four forever, I spent four hours and I was sweaty and I was cranky to your point. I <laughs> yes, was angry. Cranky. I was irritable and I never fucking beat it. And I remember people that were like longstanding in my community were like, Hey man, like you don't, you can play a different game if you want. And I was like, no, people want the new people are here to see me. They want to see this game and I'm going to fucking beat it for them. Never did. Mm. No. Did you start I number never two? Did. Never. 
Do mm. I own number two? Maybe. So Do I here, even own it? tell me. Hear me out. Okay. So I looked at Wicked's Eye again, and I started, and I just started read something interesting about the fandom, and it says since the release of the first game, the games have become popular topic of discussion by fans on social media platforms such as Reddit and regular featured on Let's Play videos. But here's mm-hmm. the interesting part about what you said earlier: popular video creators such as PewDiePie, Markiplier, and Jack Septic Eye helped the game receive additional attention with their playthroughs in May 2015. YouTube mm-hmm. reports uh, that playthrough of Five Nights at Freddy's series were the platform's eighth most watched playthroughs. So you're right. It was it's, it's one of those things where people just Beautiful. loved watching people play it. They yeah. loved watching people try and figure this game this almost like for me a rage game <laughs> out. And I think the there is something to be said about the the aesthetic of it. Like it is, it is very like, it reminds me of the like cutesy, creepy girl, right? Like remember in high school, the emo girl who loved like emo stuff, but it had to be cute. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it kind of gives me that vibe. Like my niece loved this and my niece was at the time she loved it. She was like maybe eight and she loved this like five nights at Freddy's stuff. And she always wanted the dolls and she wanted the things. And me and my Mm -hmm. husband were just like, this is fucking creepy shit. Like, yeah. why does she want this? So there's you know? five different animatronics in the first game, and then they go off the rails, and there's a million, I think, in total. But there's five different ones. They're different animals. They have different personalities and that sort of thing. So in terms of, like, marketability, pretty damn strong. So selling yeah. plush, se- selling tough stuffed animals to everyone, have at them. That's going to work for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the lore, which people seem to want to discuss, to me, is we're basic. The they are possessed. I guess they're they're living animatronics that think that you are an animatronic who escaped your shell, your costume, your animal form. So if they get to you, they try to stuff you into one that's already a robot so you get all mangled up and die you don't see any of that but that's the lore behind why they're trying to kill you and and so they're trying to save you they're basically trying to yeah put you back into performance mode or whatever but there's you're yeah you're a human and you die so (laughs) but it's like there's so many freddy in space i don't know about that one so here's my thing here's my question with the with these with these five nights of freddy games are they all like the first one so they go into I think quite a few of them are. I think Security Breach um, is when they start to rotate into like a different game style. I think Security Breach, if I'm not mistaken, was a, yeah, uh, featuring only one night instead of five. Yeah. um, And has free roam gameplay. Yeah, I was going to say, because it looks like it's a first-person kind of roaming game. Yeah. You've got a flashlight, so you, just, you rotate you're around different ones. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the only one to really break from it. I think there's also VR experiences. And again, it's it's a media franchise now. Like, they'll branch out and, and ex- explore different things, including, like I said, that movie. There is a movie that came out in the last few years that I watched called Willy's Wonderland which is basically unlicensed five nights at freddy five nights at freddy's with nicholas cage as the lead and he says maybe 15 words nicholas okay. cage willie's wonderland he gets paid to like clean up overnight this place and animatronic mm-hmm. animals trace 
chase and try to murder him and he uh fights them all uh to death and uh yeah it's not so it's like almost a rip off of this basically yes i encourage okay. everyone to go watch it but um you know how nicholas cage has a, a scale of how nicholas cage he can be yeah this one was like very nick cagey like it was <laughs> it was a it was a whole experience but um I'm trying to, I'm even now remembering there's even stuff about like the song. So, that one, that was a big TikTok sound in 2020. Yeah, it's like people, people would do like the animatronic dance. Like it was like a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I think I even did a TikTok to it. Um, And then uh, what's it called? There was, there's that. And then there's the, there's another TikTok sound where it's just like, I think they, they would take his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be like, but Debbie, I'm a silly little guy, and like stuff like that. Like I remember that was a big trend where they would take Freddie's voice, and it was almost like Freddie in Security Breach was like a protagonist or something. I don't know. It's so confusing. Yeah. Well, it's it's so expansive, right? That it's branched off in a ways that would be really really challenging for us as filthy casuals to to track. But I think it as much as that game probably wasn't our favorite experience, I mean, good for them for having this far reaching impact on entertainment as an industry that they have books and shows and movies and games. Like they have everything. They're crushing it. I think that that is really, really cool to see, especially for the style of game that it is. It's not like a massive budget. I think it was a very, very small team like we've talked about. So I think it's a pretty substantial success story, honestly. Scott Cawthorn. Yeah. Cawthon. Sorry, there's no R. Yeah, he's probably a fucking millionaire. Oh, I would say so. Yeah. The way he developed this like absolute massive mogul. Oh, and he hasn't just done that he's done video games all the way from 1994 to 2021 from 2014 on it's mostly all five nights at freddy's but there's some other ones in there oh yeah you know? you're right i'm looking at this he, uh, he this must be an right absolute now. he did a metroid oh uh, oh yeah this this guy must be rich rich like, well big he also rich. has six six kids so ah so, uh, oh my god tell me filmography 2010 okay. Yeah. Bible play series. Yeah. Oh, Yikes. oh, the Jesus Kids Club. Oh, God. Same year. Is he really religious? Yeah, he's from Texas. Noah's oh. Ark, story of the biblical flood. The oh, Pilgrim's no. Process. That's the guy who did Five Nights at Freddy's? Weird, though, right? Bible thumper? That's Fuck, bizarre. man. I mean, I don't That's know. A... Maybe he's just, maybe he's one of the good ones. Nah, there's not a good one of those. <laughs> That's a bummer. What that a buzzkill. I mean, is it? Because, like, if this was, like, your favorite game, I could see that being frustrating. But as a game that you didn't fucking like at all. I think Gives me more reason to fucking hate it. There you go. We'll never. The It's Dangerous to Go Alone officially condemns the support of Five Nights at Freddy's and franchises in any way. Go watch Willy's Wonderland, as I don't think they got a <laughs> dime from that shit. The superior product. Go check it out. And when the movie for Five Nights at Freddy's comes out, fucking torrent it. Don't go to the theaters. Don't give them your money. <laughs> fucking torrent no. that. The church has enough. I, I don't need no more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think I know how this is going to swing, but yeah. give me your rating here. 
I give it zero, um, zero angry. Fine, I'll give it one angry fuzzy fuzz bears out of five. One out of five. Bloody I was corpus. gonna say that could have been our first zero score. No, I'll give it a one. Yeah, I'm gonna give it. Um, I'm gonna give it three pieces of chocolate cake that fell on the floor on the way to the birthday party out of. 25 three okay. out of 25 that's fair that's fair that's yeah. fair that's fair yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah, i think that does it for now you want to wrap it up i know you know the emotional recall has left us rage filled and angry <laughs> but well thank you guys so much for coming again to listen to it's dangerous to go alone we really appreciate you coming and hanging out with us especially when we sit here and just dunk on your favorite game <laughs> we really appreciate the love and the appreciation and jackson is going to let you know where you can find us on socials come hang out at instagram we're over there at it danger pod we post the occasional clip on there um i'll do more in the next little while the last few weeks have been crazy but there's some good shit in there so come hang out there with us um and we will see you guys next week i'm not really sure what we're going to be talking about next we'll week but something. we'll fucking figure something out i've been there, playing buddy. tunic right now and oh I've my god, that looks so cute. It's adorable. I fucking love it. So we'll probably okay. talk about that. We'll be talking about Tunic next week. Um, and if not, I, I really want to talk about um, Detroit Become Human, but I did not get really far in that game. But I oh, no. fucking loved it. But okay. well, maybe I'll talk about that. Talk about your but, experience yeah. with it. Yeah. Or we could just talk about us like smooching. Ooh, a little cuddle smooch. A little smooch. All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs> Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>